from Relay FM, this is Upgrade, episode 216. Today's show is brought to you by Pingdom and Timing and Instabug. We are live in Chicago. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by Mr. Jason Snell. Hello, Mike Hurley. Hello, Chicago. <laughs> so, how are you doing, Jason? Pretty good. This is our first live. Up- I mean, they're all live. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we don't read to do a script or something. We, they're all live, but usually it's just you and me. It Maybe is. Maybe like a cat. Nobody cares about that, Jason Snell, <laughs> because we're going to go into hashtag Snell Talk, and our Snell Talk question comes from Steve this week, and Steve wants to know, when you two haven't seen each other for a while, and you come together to do some kind of live show, or you're just hanging out, do you greet with a hearty handshake or a friendly hug? Oh, that's an interesting question. Thank you, listener Steve. Steve. Um, I would say we are... I'm... I'm from California, <laughs> and so I think hearty hug is the way to go. Yeah, and I am a hugger. All my friends know this. Mike is a hugger, yes. Um, you learn that very soon. Yeah. Hearty hug uh, sounds like an Ubuntu release. Well, that now... <laughs> <laughs> because Stephen Hackett can't keep his jokes to himself, welcome Stephen Hackett to the Upgrade program. Hi. So we are doing a draft today. Um, it is our first draft in front of a, of a live audience, and uh, we have, we're doing something slightly different. So we have Stephen Hackett of many shows here on Relay FM, but we also have with us Alex Cox of Dubai Friday. Welcome to Upgrade, Alex. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, welcome back. This is not your first time on the show. Wait, really? Yeah, you did the, we did a draft before in the su- first ever Summer of Fun. Mm. Summer of Fun! Yes, I definitely remember it, and... Very fondly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can yeah. tell. Yeah. That's great. Uh, because we are going to be doing our draft today, but for the first, because we're doing a live episode, before we do something slightly different. In, I am of the understanding that drafts are a sports thing. That's what Jason tells yep. me. Mm-hmm. And there are sportscasters, draft analysts. Yes, they're this. draft analyst experts. Sure. Who, every time anything is drafted... Outside of this realm, mm-hmm. but in the realm of sports, there's always somebody or a series of somebodies who are there after somebody has made a pick to say, that was a terrible pick. So Alex and Stephen will be saying that all of my picks are terrible as we go on throughout the entire <laughs> draft today. We're going to be throwing to them every couple of rounds and asking them for their analysis of how me and Jason are performing in the draft. Can I judge this intro? No. <laughs> Oh, you ruined it, so unless that's your <laughs> judging. Uh, we, I do want to say before we move on, we do have a new Upgrade Draft theme music, um, which the audience have not heard yet, but you, dear listening audience, have heard. Um, so we want to thank Chris Breen for his amazing work on the draft theme. Yes, Chris Breen and the Chris Breen Marching Band, I believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a very expensive production, but we're very excited about it. So we are doing a draft today because there is going to be, as uh, prophesized, an ample event next week. <laughs> yes. Uh, in Brooklyn, of all places. As was not prophesied. No. <laughs> How do you feel about going to Brooklyn for an event? Well, let me tell you, I can drive to Cupertino in about an hour and How long does it take to drive to Brooklyn? Um, <laughs> you drive in? Should you get on your way now? I'm just going to leave from here. Okay. I'm most of the way there now. So the artwork, well, I should say the invitations went out featuring lots of wonderful illustrations. I think there were, I've seen this counted up a few times, 370 
at least different Apple logos created for the media. You got a pretty good looking one, very classy. Your yeah. your invite, Jason. Uh, has it, has nobody uh, thought about the irony that the guy who does six colors got a completely black and white? I hadn't thought about that until now. <laughs> <laughs> Trolling you big time. That's yeah. I don't know what they're doing there. Yeah, they're beautiful. That that was a very clever idea. Um, I wonder how it might lead into what they do because they've been connecting a lot of their art direction for their intros or their you know their invitations and all the things they send to people like me mm-hmm. where where it's like please RSVP yeah um, those like the Chicago event that happened right here uh, in this spring the intro stuff the package that everybody got was tied to the art that was up at the event, yep. to the slides, to the promo video that they did at the beginning. It was all kind of of a kind. So it'll be interesting to see if there's more to the story about these hundreds of Apple logos that were drawn with something. I mean, at the very Some least, tool it's that is art, a mystery. Right, like it's art, art is yeah, what they're going exactly. for. Exactly, creativity and creation. Yeah. And it's at a music school or something, right? Like. Where is it? The Brooklyn something for the something? Brooklyn Academy of Music, and it's in an opera hall on the campus at the Brooklyn wow. Academy of Music. Wow. Tim's going to break out in song. Uh, but we are doing a draft today, which means that there are rules, and I would like to go through, as always, the draft rules. We're going to be doing uh, eight rounds today, 16 overall picks. It's eight picks each. The winner of the previous draft gets first pick. Who could that be? <laughs> It's usually me, and it's me this time. (laughs) For an item to count as uh, being able to have points awarded in the draft, it must either clearly be announced on stage or be presented clearly on a slide during the presentation. We choose from a list of items that we've generated together. Today, again, for the first time, we generated that list while sitting together at a breakfast bar. Mm -hmm. Nothing uh, that is blatantly obvious within reason is on our list because every pick should have at least some risk to it. Uh, completely ridiculous things are on the list. <laughs> Jason Spinal tap. always puts those in. <laughs> Stephen Hackett will adjudicate in case of a scoring stalemate between Jason and Mike, but if Stephen can't decide, Alex will decide. If Alex can't decide, I'll flip a challenge coin. <laughs> yeah. But ideally, Mike and I have generally played fair, played by the sort of gentleman's rules. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we we can agree. It's usually fairly clear yeah. when I win. <laughs> I'm just I'm just taking notes for later. No half points are awarded. There are no points for any pre-announced items that may occur between now and the draft, and the points will be awarded on next week's episode, and they are final. There will be a PDF scorecard in the show notes for you to follow along, and there will be also a link to Zach Knox's interactive scorecard as well, once that's live, I believe. As of right now, Zach is, is doing that, so thank you, Zach, for, for updating that for us. Um, so I want to get in some statistics. There's only ever been one other October event draft. Jason won. (laughs) That won. Uh, The 2018 results so far, March and September, Jason won those. I won WWDC. So either Jason obliterates me or I can hopefully take this year to a tie. And I expect all of Chicago is on my side <laughs> with this one. Everybody loves ties, Mike, especially in America. <laughs> That's our favorite thing is when a competition ends in a tie. Oh. Everyone loves a braggart too, Jason. <laughs> um, I, we have discussed the potential of if we do come to a tie, there will be some kind of tie break at the end of the year, maybe on our holiday special, but we haven't decided that yet. 
I mean, unless we will, we probably won't need it. Jason's probably going to win. Oh, you're setting me up now. I don't like this. I, I think you started that a long time ago. So we, we, should, we should get started with the draft picks. But before we do, let's go to our first break for this episode and thank our friends Pingdom for their support of this show. Pingdom are the company who make website performance monitoring super easy. Everybody loves a fast website, and Pingdom are helping to keep your favorite sites online. Companies like Netflix and Amazon and Spotify, these are just some... Relay FM, we use Pingdom. It's true. Many companies trust Pingdom to take care of their website monitoring because websites can be really complicated. You can monitor any site transaction with Pingdom at all, stuff like user registrations and logins and checkouts and so much more. Pingdom can take care of making sure that your site is as smooth as possible, and if disaster strikes, you will be the first to know. It's so easy to get started. All that Pingdom needs is the URL that you want to monitor, and they'll take care of the rest. That is it. Go to pingdom.com slash RelayFM right now for a 14-day free trial with no credit card required. Then when you sign up, use the code UPGRADE at checkout, and you'll get a huge 30% off your first invoice. Our thanks to Pingdom for their support of this show and RelayFM. Stephen, is the website still up? It is. Okay, good. I have not received... Uh, I get my Pingdom alerts from a hot air balloon. It's really... I like the grandiose nature of it. No hot air balloon okay. yet. Yeah. This IFTTT power. Mike's not going to leave that joke in the show. <laughs> I think it's more accurate to say Mike's not going to spend the time to edit that joke out. <laughs> yeah, I won't waste my time on that. All right, so... First draft pick, Jason Snell. Okay, so I want to explain something that Mike mentioned about the rules. Mike mentioned in the rules that we agree upon a list of items to pick from. And one of our rules is don't pick something totally obvious. And so that's the negotiation is um, what is obvious and what is not. So I said to Mike today, earlier today, Mike, is the presence of new iPads at the event so obvious that it shouldn't be a choice. And Mike said, yes, that is too obvious. It's too obvious. And then I said, Mike... That was a dramatic reenactment of if the, I said. Yes. <laughs> and we were sitting just like... Actually, just leave yeah. my right. Okay. I said, it's too obvious, Jason. And then we carried on. And then we uh, exchanged a hearty handshake. <laughs> so... <laughs> as we do. As you do when you're making rules in yeah. a draft. And There's no hugging in drafts. No. The very next thing I said, so Mike... Uh, what about iPads getting Face ID? Is that too obvious? And I you said, said... No, Jason. Oh, yes, Jason? No, Jason. Wait, I said it's okay, is what I said. Yeah, and, and, and so therefore I'm going to pick that new, the, there are going to be new iPads with Face ID. I think because a, I think it's kind of obvious, and I really hope it's kind of obvious, because if there's no home button and no Face ID, <laughs> what is going on? You have to just... Just we're just all on to pin codes again. But the thing is, we think it's obvious based upon rumor reporting. Right. It isn't necessarily obvious that it, this is going to exist because there are, as we have spoken about many times over the last few weeks, there are lots of technical hurdles to getting an iPad in all of the ways that we currently understand the Face ID system to work with Face ID. Because do you have four cameras? Do you have 12 cameras? Do you have one camera right in the middle? Oh, it's not a notch. It's just like a... It's a hole. It's, it's the a center hole of the, the monitor. Center. And all the content flows around. You it. can pick that if you want. I'm not going to pick that. 
But so I think that it is a perfectly valid pick, so valid we, that it was going to be my first uh, draft We call pick. it the super retina hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's a black hole with an OLED screen. It's just, anyway. Uh, so I think that's a perfectly fine pick. I think you pick very well. And there is some, some degree of what we do here in this draft is, because there are always rumors, there are always rumors, it is... How likely do we think that rumor is? Do you take a chance on it or not? And that one I feel like is pretty strong. But yeah. you're right, it's not 100%. Or like of the rumors that are available, which seem like the most likely to happen, right? Right. And so my one, my first pick, I expect there's going to be a new Apple Pencil. Um, I, I feel like everything that Adobe see, like see PO, Chief Product Officer, right? Everything that they that that, that what's his name Scott Belsky, something like that. Anyway, uh, we just refer to him as that Adobe dude, the Adobe guy who said too much yeah. on the Verge cast. Uh, it seemed to indicate that there would be more about the Apple Pencil. I think that the fact that these invitations were also art focused, the fact that Photoshop is coming, I think it all lends to believe that the Apple Pencil is going to become a more important product. The fact that the Logitech Crayon exists has different technology for connecting, um, the fact that we may get to this later, there may not even be lightning ports on the next iPad Pros, seems to suggest that there might be something. Uh, my hope is that it won't just be like, here's an Apple Pencil with a USB-C connector, like that there will be a little bit more to it. And or what I would really like to see is multiple options. So, you know, you can get the sleek white one or you can get one that has a rubberized grip to it, which is more comfortable and Maybe there'll be one with a button on it, or maybe the Apple Pencil will get a button on it for additional functions. Whatever it is, whatever I might want it to be, I think that we're going to see some kind of new Apple Pencil on stage next week. I don't want this to turn into a mutual admiration society, but that was my number two pick, too. So I think that was a good... Uh, I, not, to, not to be the judger of how well we're picking here, because mm-hmm. I feel like we're about we have to be harshly judges. judged. Yes, but I think, I think you did a great job. Thank you. So we're going to go into pick two. After we've gone to pick two, we will be throwing to our draft casters uh, for their opinions and thoughts about the two picks that we both made so far. So, Jason, what is your second pick? Well, I'm going to key off of your previous pick mm-hmm. and we, when you mentioned a guy whose name we we're not sure of from adobe <laughs> and say I'm pretty that sure i it's think Belsky. okay it's more fun when i have no idea who he is the i'm going to say not for him <laughs> maybe he likes it <laughs> i don't know scott we'll call him scott adobe scott anyway last week adobe announced photoshop on the ipad and they got phil schiller to come down to la to the adobe max conference and appear on stage and say how great it is that Adobe is bringing Photoshop to the iPad. And um, he even got a jacket with a pun on it. Content aware Phil. Yeah. He's aware of That's a Photoshop joke. Um, <laughs> it's a Photoshop reference. As some, yeah. Uh, is that good <laughs> joke? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to judge too much about whether it was a joke or not. It's funny. It, it's funny. Sure. Um, so I'm going to say, and this is one of our little showbiz picks where it's sort of like what what is happening on stage. I'm going to say that in the rollout of the iPad next week, they will mention or demo, not necessarily demo, but at least it will be mentioned, Photoshop running on the iPad will come up yeah. in Apple's presentation as kind of a reciprocal agreement. They may bring out our friend, Scott. Scott Belsky. I looked it up. His name is Scott Belsky. Okay. 
Uh, we, they may bring Scott out or someone else out from Adobe. They may not. They may just say it in passing. They may do a full demo. But I feel like if you're rolling out a new iPad Pro and Adobe is bringing Photoshop to the iPad and you are perhaps introducing a new Apple Pencil, that this has to be a big part of the story. Even though the product's not going to be out until 2019, I feel like it has to be a part of the storytelling that Apple does here. I think that this relationship is a lot more than we know. You know, I think that Apple are working very closely with Adobe. I, I think that this is a very strong relationship. This is something that they are both need of each other. Like, they both need things from each other for this. So I expect for some time to come, there's going to be a lot of Adobe on stage at different points. And I think that this, either somebody comes out and does some kind of demo or it's like, you know, oh, this, you know, we, we're we so happy about our new partnership with Adobe, which means that in 2019, when you have your new iPad and your new Apple Pencil, you'll be able to do things like these invites that we sent to everyone, which <gasps> are all made in the new photo. Like, I think there's going to be something. Um, this seems like a, a, if they're going to do any app demos, this feels like a pretty good one that they would do. Um, I think that's a pretty pretty strong pick from you, Jason. Thank it was you. High on my list. Now, oh, here there we go. Is the, no, 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 no. It's okay. I just I I heard you take that breath. Like, what am I going to do here? Well, I'm already at pick two, and I'm not sure what I want to go with. Spinal uh, Tap is available. Is it though? I didn't see it on the list. No, it's not. It's not on the list this time. But celebrity on stage and musical guest performs are both on the list. You mm-hmm. can take one of those. <laughs> celebrity on stage also, if a celebrity like jumped on stage and had to be let off by security, that would count. See, because my, my pick here is something that if it happens is going to break my heart, which is... And, and we're, we're here in front it. of an, an audience. They may boo you if it's something terrible. But I didn't make it happen. It doesn't matter. Uh, I am going to go with the new iPads will have no headphone jack. Okay. <laughs> it's one, up, one person. I really don't want this to happen because I use over-ear headphones when I'm traveling, and I use my iPad when I'm traveling, and I use it to watch Netflix. I'm watching Making a Murder Season 2 right now, which is crazy. <laughs> I, you know, just as a quick aside, <laughs> no spoilers. I didn't think it was going to be that good. I was like, they did such a great job with the last one. What more could there be? There's a lot more. It's really good. It's a good show. But I think that I... Apple like to plug all the holes in all of the devices. <laughs> and with the introductions of AirPods, uh, I think that they're going to be able to use the excuse that the Google guy used when talking about like the Pixel Book of like, oh, everyone uses Bluetooth headphones now because phones don't have headphone jacks, so we just took the headphone jack off our tablet, which is like the worst thing. Yeah. But it will be really courageous for Apple to get rid of <laughs> another headphone jack. Uh, and I think that like they will include some other headphones in the box, right? Whether they're USB-C headphones or Lightning headphones, and they'll just call it a day. And then probably some, maybe at this event or maybe at another event next year, it has been heavily rumored that Apple's going to have some kind of over-ear headphones that they're going to make based on the, the W-chip technology. So I don't want this to happen, but I, I think it will. Yeah, I don't want it to happen either. Um, I edit podcasts on my iPad. Mm-hmm. And... 
it's an iPad Pro, right? So theoretically, we're talking about professional use here. And, professional and there'll be a use, dongle in the box, I'm sure, USB-C or Lightning to, yeah, you it's know, just, whatever. It's unfortunate. I, I've kind of gotten over it with my iPhone, but the thing is I don't need, other than when I'm mowing the lawn, yep. I can use AirPods. AirPods are bad for mowing Air, the lawn. AirPods are not, are not good uh, on planes for a couple of reasons. One, they don't get very loud, which is, which is mostly fine. But the other, like, so I was listening to an audiobook on the flight, and about every hour I'd have to take one of them out to charge it for like 30 seconds and then put it in and then I'd have to take the other one out charge that which was just and then you drop them it was just terrible so I don't want this to happen but I feel like it's going to happen and I think they're ever going to do it if they do change we may or may not get to this if they do change the ports that go on the iPad in general it's like this is a perfect time to do it so I didn't have this in my top list of picks but I think it's mostly because I don't want it to happen. Yeah. And so if it does happen, it's your fault. <laughs> Let's throw over to our uh, draft casters, Stephen and Alex, for their thoughts on our first two picks so far. Well, Stephen, what do you think? When you're watching Mike and Jason pick, pick you know, all, all of these great, and horrible ideas like plugging the holes. Do you see a strategy? I knew you weren't going to let me go with that one. I knew it. I could hear you laughing. She was very giggly. I know. That was like a straight and Alex joke right there. I feel like I just gave that one to you. Have fun editing that laugh. Uh, I I always see, you know, Mike as he seems to typically pick with his heart, whereas Jason's kind of like the Brady and like the Tom, John, I don't know, sports, one of the Bradys. Yes. John Brady. <laughs> Tom, John Brady. John Brady, who hits all the home runs for the Philadelphia Raiders. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that's funny, really. Nope. <laughs> it's entirely accurate. It's sports. It's a, it's a hockey joke. Don't American worry about sports. it. American sports. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Whereas, you know, Mike, Mike's like the Rudy. Um, is that a real person or a fictional character? Real? Okay, cool. Uh, then it makes sense. But I think he's kind of selling out at this point. Like, uh, plugging the holes? Really? He, I think he just wants to go for the win. Alex, I really want to win. You, this is our this time, This is sir. my time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. I've listened to a lot of these. Mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. nice to be able to share my thoughts, not just screaming in my car. Exactly. Or, or like yeah. texting Mike, why did you pick this? Which is what happened last time. I don't remember what it was about. It was, uh, why did I say there would be Max and no Max? I think, yeah, yeah like you, you've tried mm-hmm. to play both sides. It, it's early the, yet, Stephen. It's early point. yet. <laughs> There's time. There's still time. Yeah, <laughs> I will say that no Max and Mac not mentioned on stage. Like, they are in our overall pick list. So I can oh, still I go crazy at I, the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think, I think Mike, um, Mike's just a lover, and he, he leads with his heart. Mm-hmm. That, that's mm-hmm. what makes him a great person. But what makes makes him a really bad draftsman. <laughs> this is a great idea. <laughs> Jason, would you like to go with pick number three, please? Uh, yes, I am going to pick something that I don't understand, and I don't know why it ex- would exist, okay. and I don't understand the rumors, and that's why it must be true, and I can't wait to find out why Apple is doing it, which is... Changing the smart connector on the iPad Pro to some other weird thing in a different weird place that I don't understand. I don't know why. I don't know what they've got up their sleeve. I'm actually, seriously, this is one of these things that I'm interested in. All of the renders that are 
I guess from like leaks from people who want to make cases or something like that, all of the renders of this thing have a accessory port that's in a totally different location on the back. And I can't figure out why it's where it is. I don't know whether they're going to do... We have some theories about like... Which I'm not entirely sure aren't just wish casting by us about them like really embracing keyboards and having like a keyboard shell yep. with a real keyboard that uh, you can use on your lap and not just on a table and it's more laptop like. But if they're moving the smart connector off of the edge and putting it somewhere else that's not like convenient for a smart keyboard as we know it today, I'm not quite sure what that rationale is going to be. I kind of believe, because I'm picking it, I kind of believe those rumors are true, but it's a, a moment where I, I can't see the other side of it. Like, I can't wait to hear the explanation and if there's some totally wacky accessory that we've never anticipated that they're going to come out with. And I kind of like that feeling, so that's why I'm picking it. So my thinking on this is it's sometimes hard to remember that the smart connector is not just an Apple connector that only Apple can use. Like it's meant, it's like a third party connector, but nobody makes anything for it. Yeah, and we can. We could probably list. We won't. We could probably list all the smart connector devices there's, that exist. There's, there's one, like, right? There's so like yeah. Well, Logitech makes like three, but they're not. Nobody cares. It's just Logitech. <laughs> yeah, I think for whatever reason, there's just some constraints around that connector, whether it's the amount of power that it can draw or data that it can push which has meant that nobody's made anything for it. When there are companies that make keyboards for the iPad Pro that use Bluetooth, and they, in theory, should use the smart connector because it's better, right? It doesn't need power, and you know you don't need to charge the keyboard, that kind of thing. I think clearly it's just not right. So my thinking would be that maybe they want to give it another shot, and all of the potential renders show it as like a, a larger connector on the back about the size of the... Of a, the pad of your thumb, right? It's kind of how it looks. My expectation, I mean, if that's not a fingerprint reader, which I don't think it is, but like that was the earlier rumors, um, maybe it can drive more power. Maybe that's why they would do it. Maybe they're, they're going to try and really focus it in on specific things that it makes sense for. Maybe it's to allow for some different kind of charging that's not wireless charging. There is stuff, but I agree with you, it's still kind of a little weird anyway because everything we know about the smart connector is how it works with the smart keyboard and the smart and the smart keyboard wouldn't work with that as we know it right now no, it would with have that to be, smart connector if they wanted to leave it as close to what it is now as possible they would have to create a whole like the old smart cover or smart case right that was the whole wraparound thing instead of having the two pieces that's what they'd have to do because the rumor has that connector somewhere that is nowhere near where the smart keyboard lives so it would almost have to be a full unit that went all the way around it which might be what they're up to but um it's a mystery i love it, it i is. love it you know we get these renders and they spoil all the fun in some ways right where it's like we know where all the buttons it are introduces different theoretically fun. but yes we get this sort of mystery of like what is this thing mm-hmm. and sometimes we guess and sometimes we fail to guess so we're on to our third picks each everything has been ipad related so far it is possible that we won't just see ipads and i am going to take a step outside of ipads at this point <laughs> here we go new mac mini Mm. I okay. So let's just assume that there are going to be Macs at this event. I think 
would you agree, Jason, that, that it's likely that we're also seeing Macs at this event as well as if iPads? I, if I was 100%, I would have uh, I would have picked that last time. And I the fact that I didn't is because I feel like there is a chance that we all get really excited and we go to this event and there are no Macs again. I mean, I'll still be... Re- I mean, I'm most excited for the iPad. I mean, now I'm excited for the Mac Mini because I picked it in the draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like if they're going to do something Mac-related... Mike has just discovered how fantasy sports work. <laughs> Just give me something to care about here. I think that whilst obviously laptops are important and make up the majority of their market, I think Apple has shown over the last year or two that they are very aware of how fans of the Macintosh feel right now, and they've taken a lot of steps to try and show that they are in tune with that criticism. If they do an event and do not reference the Mac Mini... That will not go down well at all. It's such an old product at this point. Something ha- the, the, you, It's one of these, you either have to do something with it or the store refreshes and it's gone. One of those two things has to happen. There has been enough rumors to suggest that there is some kind of Mac Mini in the works. I think now would be a pretty interesting time to show that off. Yeah, I hope it happens. I have a Mac Mini, a two-generation-ago Mac Mini, so it's very old, <laughs> sitting in my house, and occasionally it stops working. <laughs> I have it on a smart home switch because occasionally it stops working, and literally all, <laughs> all I have to do, it, it, it dies, and it just gets a little blinky question mark, but if I power it down and power it right back up, it boots, and it's fine again. Can I make a suggestion? <laughs> yeah. Set that up in Siri Shortcuts as, uh, hey, Siri, like rebuild the desktop. Or, like, some, some like old-school <laughs> Mac workflow name. Yeah, that's good. Hold down, yeah, shift option, shift command, PR, yeah. something Siri, like that. Siri, reset my NVRAM. So, so I have a, I have a smart uh, switch. That literally anywhere in the world, if uh, my server dies, I can just uh, go in and go boop, and it, it comes back to life. That's a, that's a really, like, 2018 solution yeah. to a 2014 <laughs> Apple, problem. Please get me a new Mac Mini. I yeah. will buy it. I, I, I would love that to be. I'm trying, though. Again, what gives me pause here is in... in on stage in Brooklyn at the Opera House and they've got a brand new iPad Pro and it's really exciting and I'm trying to picture Tim Cook saying we got a lot of this is Tim we got a lot of good stuff <laughs> he always introduces himself he doesn't need to we know no, who you are not on the keynote he doesn't come on stage imagine it. picture okay, it sorry, be great. sorry this is Tim we got a lot of great stuff about the iPad to show you but first I think you're gonna like it Chase said nobody <laughs> no one is predicting this is first Oh, wait, wait. Okay, well, let's think about this then. Well, now you've seen all of our great stuff we've shown you. There's a new iPad Pro, a new Apple Pencil, amazing things here today. But we do have one more thing. (laughs) Or last. I I think that it could be, here is this Mac thing. (laughs) By the way, we have another Mac thing, and it's this little one, and then they just move on. I I don't think they're going to spend a ton of time on it if they do introduce it. But I think if they have something... If they do something to the Mac Mini, it's got to be newsworthy because they've done something. In how many days, Stephen? Over a thousand? Uh, I think we're up to like uh, 17 years. Oh, that's, that's good. <laughs> Trust Sorry. me, I'm a historian. Mm-hmm. The last Mac Mini to be released ran a Motorola 68000 processor. It's true. Jason, your fourth pick, please. All right, well, I don't want to be lost in uh, the shuffle of Mac picks, and I want to make Stephen happy. So 
I'm going to pick a Mac thing, too. I do think there will be a Mac thing there. Perhaps they'll say, well, we're very excited about the Mac Mini, but uh, we also have a sub-$1,000 laptop that we're introducing that is new. Now, this is a rumor that's been around a very long time in a lot of different forms. We heard that the uh, MacBook Air was going to get updated, which is in our list. Some We could pick that. Always seemed like a super bizarre rumor, and we've seen some other reports that say, no, that's not quite it. It will actually be a new model that they're engineering specifically to get back to that price point so they can finally kill the MacBook Air, which I love dearly, but is rapidly becoming like the monster in a horror movie that you think it's dead, and then you open the door, and it's still there! And it's so ugly and like it won't a monster die. in a horror movie. I, I love it, but it's time to say goodbye. And, and so I, I want to believe there will be a sub-$1,000 laptop that Apple will provide us that is not just the MacBook Air with a slightly less old processor. So let's go through this for the, for the sake of the, understanding the draft. You are saying a new laptop, brand new, that costs less than $1,000. Yes. Okay. Yes, didn't we? One of us picked this last time. Yeah, this is the funny thing. is We've <laughs> never really had this before. Like about 90% of the things that we picked from were just lifted straight out of the September options because <laughs> there was no iPad, there was no Mac. Anyway, so we're assuming that this will replace a bunch of stuff and is going to be a consumer-focused laptop then, right? Yeah, absolutely. That this is the this is the because the MacBook and the MacBook Escape, neither of them have managed to get down to what this 999 MacBook Air can do. And the fact that Apple still sells the MacBook Air implies that Apple really, really, really needs a computer at that price. And what everything we've heard is that they still sell. To this day, in 2018, people buy MacBook Airs with technology that's many years old at this point. Not as old as the Mac Mini, but still pretty old. Yep. And they got the, the only reason they're selling it is because they don't have a product that they feel they can sell for that price because the MacBook and the MacBook Escape are both, what, twelve ninety nine. Yeah, that sounds about right. I, I, we had an audience. I expected instant fact checking from the audience, <laughs> but so which is not. They're at a price that is not nine ninety nine. So I feel like they're gonna they're gonna shoot for nine ninety nine with this with this thing and whatever it is engineered to be a new product. I I think that's amid all the conflicting rumors. That's the one I'm gonna hang on to. And without necessarily giving stuff away for later, we'll come back to it if necessary. Do you think that? the MacBook Air would go away if something like this existed. Yeah, I think if there's the moment that there's a brand new computer from Apple and brand new laptop that's under $1,000, it's the end of the MacBook Air unless they've got like stock that they need to move. <laughs> but probably it'll just be an X product at that point. It'll be gone. Yeah, it, w- it will go to uh, education for a while probably, right? The MacBook Air will probably stick around and then it will go away and it's gone. All right. Go back to the iPad. Uh, this feels risky. I, I believe the rumors, but it still feels risky to me because there's a lot of questions. Um, my pick number four will be that the new iPads will have USB-C ports. This just seems weird. Now, it makes a lot of sense for all the reasons that we've spoken about, but it still seems weird. Now, the, the full pick that I'm making here is that it will have USB-C and that's the connector, that lightning goes away and is replaced by USB-C. That's the pick. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I th- I think it would be great, right? So I bought a Pixel 3 this week. 
And it was really nice to be able to charge that device using the same charger that I use for my MacBook Pro, the same charger that was plugged in because Stephen was charging his MacBook Pro, and the same charger that I would bring with me to charge my Nintendo Switch. This is what USB-C is for, right? Like, this is what it's for. And there are other potential benefits, other potential reasons the iPad charges very slowly over Lightning. And this might be a way to help that, right? Because USB-C chargers, especially the ones that Apple already sells, the ones that a lot of Apple customers already have are more powerful. There are lots of really good reasons. There are lots of questions. But I... I feel like if it's, again, as I said earlier with the removal of the headphone jack, like if it's ever going to happen, like a huge hardware form factor change, which we're assuming is going to occur here, feels like a good time to bundle some of this stuff up and it's a really good way to advance the rhetoric of how this is a computer and not just a big iPhone, right? Like it, it has the same charger as the laptop and not the phone anymore. Yeah, I think one of the reasons that I believe this is going to happen, when this, the moment I heard this rumor and everybody was like, well, that seems really weird, first iOS device without Lightning and with USB-C, my immediate thought was, well, it's a statement. This is Apple making a statement. I'm not sure how practical it is, but it's Apple making a statement that goes with a lot of their statements about the iPad Pro lately, which is that think of it more like a computer. Think of it more like what you think of when you think of a laptop. It's not a laptop, but it is... I mean, I know what's a computer. Everybody, Every time I mention the word computer now, everybody says, what's a computer? What's a computer? But... Uh, but Apple does want to make that claim. Like, think yeah. of it as a computer. It does all the things that a computer does. Um, what better way to just lay that down than to say it even has the same port as yeah. the computers? The iPhone doesn't. The iPad doesn't. But the iPad Pro does because that's what it is. And I have to say, even though that's not necessarily the most practical thing for Apple to do, because you are, as we've detailed, just trading one part of Donkeltown for a different Part. You're just gonna. It's a different subdivision. Yeah, you get your your lightning adapters go away now. You've got USB C adapters. Hooray! But um, it does enable some things. But you know, today Apple doing something like that to make a statement, even if it's not entirely practical, I believe they would do that. I think today's Apple is is the kind of company that would make that choice to sort of push you in that direction because it's very similar. It's not quite the same, but it feels a little similar to the USB C thing, which is just like we're gonna drag you into the future. And so to say. You know, honestly, iPad Pro users don't have nearly as much investment in external stuff, right? Because the iPad Pro doesn't work with that many external things. But if you do have a video adapter, and I mean, I was looking at my desk the other day, and I still have like a dock connector to video adapter thing in there. I'm like, why on is your this? desk? No, well, in in the desk. That's where I keep dust drawers. Mine's yeah. right on top. Yeah, but I wouldn't question you. Yeah, though. yeah. No, <laughs> I had that moment where I thought I need to make a little Ziploc bag full of things that have the dock connector on it, and then hide it away somewhere far away. Shoot it out of a, in a box. Yeah. <laughs> Catapult. So we go back again to our luscious draft casters, uh, Stephen and Alex. What are your opinions on picks three and four? Judge us now. I like the Mac stuff. Of course you do. Is that just general? Not, like, uh-huh. is that a yeah, general I just statement? like Max a lot. <laughs> I think it makes sense. We've been so long where, like, the low end of the laptop line is just really messy. Like, I've yeah. said it on Connected. If you have $1,300 in your pocket and you walk in an Apple store, it's kind of hard to know what to buy. I had, a, I had a friend text me today with that, like, I want to buy a laptop. What shall I buy? I was like, nothing. Shruggy guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, please wait. <laughs> Uh, get a Surface Book. I'm just kidding. Don't no. do that. 
you want to keep him a friend. Yeah. So <laughs> I seem okay. That makes a ton of sense to me that they've got to straighten that stuff out. Yeah. So I'm on board with that. Uh, the pick, that, I think the craziest pick so far tonight, maybe you agree, is this smart connector business. Like, I, I don't think mm-hmm. Apple changes things that they forget about. I don't think they remember there's a smart connector. It's like, <laughs> what are these pins? I don't know. Do you, like, what would it be for? Maybe somebody has like a niece at Logitech and they just really need oh, to make them Alex, happy. That's so good. <laughs> and oh my God. Just like, that. We are through the rabbit hole here, people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, real, real-time follow-up, Logitech is the only other company that has made a smart connector device. But... They got I mean, a couple of keyboards, and they've got a really, really, really slow charging dock. It's really yeah. bad. Oh, I remember that. Oh, you own one, don't you? I well, I have, I have, I reviewed one and said I don't know why this exists, and now it's taking up space in a drawer. Yeah, <laughs> it's next to the next to the dock connector. The Logitech adapters. base. That's the product. I'm curious, Stephen. Do you think Mike has become like a self-hating iPad user because he thinks the hole's going to be plugged, but he also thinks that oh, USB-C. Is coming to the iPad. That just doesn't make sense because it's pro. It's a pro, like yeah. sure. There's all these professional accessories you can use, but then you can't edit and you can't listen to music. I don't well, understand. Well, let me share something. The audience here knows this, but Mike is not sitting in front of an iPad. He's sitting in front of a 2017 two-port MacBook, mm-hmm. which he told me today he loves dearly. <gasps> That's and not true. He's actually lying about yeah. that part. I do have a MacBook Pro in front of me. The reason is I need lots of Chrome tabs for the draft. That's just, sure. That's yeah, part. okay. okay. Mm-hmm. He's here to All win. Right. He's playing to win. Maybe He's got lots of tabs open. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I just don't know about the smart connector. I know it was in the leak, so, like, I buy it, but I, I have not convinced myself of a story Apple could tell, so that makes me right? nervous. Because, like, that could just be literally anything. It, does, it could be a magnet. Like, it might not be a smart connector. Could, there might, might not be, be any smart connector yeah. on this thing, or wow. it might have stayed. Like, we don't really And your pick know. is a new smart connector. So to be clear, if it is something else... Well, so my pick. Well, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, no, my, yeah, I think I think what I'm saying is it's either a new smart connector or it's essentially the fo- like the follow-on to the smart so, connector. Smart if connector it's, if it's something, yeah, if it attaches to a keyboard accessory okay. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that totally counts. That is, if it fills the role it. that the right. smart connector had, which is three but accessories to Logitech. But if it's a magnet or, or a, hu- a humidifier or, you or know, a, some well, crazy thing. Or, or <laughs> a weird like charging place where you can lay the new Apple Pencil or something Maybe like that. Maybe it's an air power port. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not that. It's, no, it's, it's no, not that. no, nothing's that because air power do, will never exist. So, experts, do is you pick? do you have a feeling about the Mac Mini? Do you do you feel <laughs> like uh, like Mike does that that might be a little bit of a risk? I mean, this is the Hurley we've all grown to love. He wants he he, he wants it to exist. Honestly, I think like he also just wants it to exist because he wants to set up like a cool Plex server. So maybe yeah. that's <laughs> he maybe also that's wants us way. to stop complaining about how long it's been yeah. mm-hmm. since yeah. the last Mac Mini yeah. update. Wouldn't that be great if mm-hmm. we'd stop for like at least a month complaining about how long it's been? Yeah. yeah. So I have some, some more real-time follow-up. Mm-hmm. We were wondering how long it's been. So the average is 438 days. Between revisions of the Mac Between Mini. revisions. So 2007, twice in 2009. 2009 was a great year. It's a big year. 2010, 2011, 2012. It has been 1,467 days. Amazing. It's a long time. 
I think they're just going for some kind of record now. Well, Someone has 1,500 yeah. days on a board and they're just going yeah. for it. 1,500 <laughs> days or bust. Timmy's got 1,500 in the office pool and he's just like stretching it out. He's going to yeah. keep going. I, I agree with the assessment that it either gets updated or it goes away. Yep. And I don't know if that's October, but I think I will be really surprised if we're sitting here one year from now because we've got to do the other ingenious topic. And the, we're, we're talking about the Mac Mini being 1,700 days. One of the two things has to happen. Yeah, I agree. All right, so we are halfway through the draft today. So let's take our second break and thank our friends over at Timing for their support of this show. Timing is the automatic time tracking app for macOS. Let's talk about why you should be tracking your time. For anyone that bills hours or just for people that want to have a, a bird's eye view of the types of things that they're doing, the types of work that they are completing, this might seem like a little, something that's a bit obvious. But if you're employed or billing per project, you need to estimate how long a specific task is going to take you. Time tracking helps you stay on track with those estimates to make sure you don't end up in the red with your projects. And that can help to make more accurate estimates in the future of how long something might take you to complete. And this is what timing is all about. Instead of making you start and stop timers, timing automatically tracks how much time you spend on each app, document, or website. It shows you exactly when you were working on what, when you slacked off, when you're in Slack, and how productive you have been so you know how to improve your productivity. Timing's functionality is similar to what you may have seen in iOS 12 screen time, but for the Mac, because screen time isn't on the Mac. Plus, timing offers more advanced tracking, including manual tracking as well, and, like all good Mac apps, has a beautiful dark mode as well. But you know that working doesn't just happen when you're at your Mac, and that's why time, uh, that's why the timeline feature automatically makes suggestions for filling gaps in your timeline. That way, you'll never again forget to enter a meeting or a phone call. And with the automatic sync feature, your track time will automatically and magically appear across all of your Macs. So even when you go on uh, to a coffee shop with your MacBook, you'll have a full picture on your iMac when you get back to the office or back home again. What I love about timing is somebody who does time tracking sometimes and very frequently i will forget to set or stop a timer what's great about about timing on the mac it's all done automatically everything's nicely categorized for you and it creates beautiful like charts and there's lots of emoji throughout the entire user interface big fan timing is so confident that you're going to love their fuss free approach they offer a totally free trial you can download the free 14 day trial today by going to timingapp.com upgrade and you can save 10 percent when you purchase once again that is timingapp.com upgrade stop guessing how much how exactly you're spending your time and instead focus on doing what you're good at we thank timing for their support of this show and relay fm so jason it is round five. Pick five for you. What do you got? I think um, we've talked about Macs. We've talked about iPads. I think there's a product that Apple's been selling for a couple of years that's due for an update. And it is <laughs> a company, a uh, yeah, product that Apple's been selling. Oh, sorry. Selling. Sorry. Um, and it's the AirPods. I feel like it is time for an AirPods update. We've had that rumor floating around for a while now i just i feel like we're going to get something and something beyond just that case that they said would work with air power 
Um, wouldn't it be amazing if they shipped a case that works with air power and they didn't ship air power? That would like, be cheech on <laughs> We Maybe. love that, right? Uh, and so I think I'm going to choose that they will use this event also to launch the second generation of AirPods, which, as far as we can tell, are probably not going to be that different. The AirPods are pretty great, but there is rumor a rumor out there that they're going to do a little bit of an update that will let you do the activation of a voice-activated assistant person. Hello, lady in my ear, uh, without having to actually press anything. You'll be able to just talk to her, and she will answer and do your bidding. Or him, if you choose the British butler as the voice, which it's I do. Default. It's default. It's default male in the UK. In the UK. Yeah, my, my home pods are, are the British bot- butler now. <laughs> but I have a British thing. butler in my home. Okay. Uh, in stereo. <laughs> Two HomePods, one butler. <laughs> Alex laughed fastest at that. I think that's... Thanks so much for tuning in. <laughs> Show is over. All right, so... Hey, Mike, how you doing? Fine. The the AirPods, the, it feels that it could be the right time for an update. But at the same time, it feels like a product that... Doesn't there is no rush. Yeah. There's no rush. I hear you. Uh, they could just keep selling this for a while and for a while making more and more money from them as they're getting better at making them. Um, having a Huawei telephone support in it would be great. Um, but I, I honestly would be surprised. So, okay, one of the reasons that I think they haven't done this is because this this next revision of AirPods was just going to come with a Qi charging enabled case. Right, because they were good. They said when, when AirPower was shown off, that there would be uh, an update to the AirPods, which was just a case. It was a new case, and y- you could buy the case extra, and you just get the case, no AirPods, if right. you wanted to. Right? And the existing AirPods would get sort of slipstreamed in. They yep. would get the new case. Obviously, they didn't ship that, maybe because it was actually not Qi charging because it's unknown exactly what was going to be in air power, if it was going to be maybe a mix of Qi charging and something proprietary. And and I've heard some people say that apparently it would be very difficult to get a Qi charging coil into the surface area of the AirPods case anyway. So there may have been some stuff Apple was doing, which probably all caught on fire, which is why <laughs> there's no air power. So... It just flips open and they, the AirPods ejects. <laughs> it's like an emergency space space launch eject, right? It's just like we've got to evacuate the AirPods immediately. So yeah. I'm not sure. I'm just, I just feel like I, I believe this product will eventually arrive. It would make way more sense to show it off when you add a new iPhone, though, I think. I don't know. It I, is an iPhone. Well, except for the fact that saying, oh, we're getting rid of the headphones on your iPad. Uh, right. Mm, new Air, mm-hmm. AirPods. Well, and I think about that this is going into the holiday season and that having having refreshed their hardware and putting the lady, putting a Hoy telephone in more places, that that kind of goes along with it. And also that it's already a very popular product, but maybe they have a revision ready to go. And at some point, you just want to start selling the revision. And I would imagine that they'll probably just... Up, update it, keep the price. The old one will go away. It'll still be kind of a slipstream sort of thing. I think they'll probably be exactly the same shape, and the case will be exactly the same. Like literally, it will just be uh, the AirPods we know with slightly better feature. This always on listing kind of thing, and that may be it. I would love a color. Like oh, I, I would love to get them in space gray or gold 
or something. You know, I the white is fine, but I feel like the the white has kind of had its day. Like just the white plastic products from Apple. Like I would like to see something a little bit more, but but okay, I, I would like to see it. I am not as sold on this one as you are. I think it didn't. Even, it didn't make my kind of my small my my shortlist here. I so I'm going to go with my fifth pick. That the new laptop that you picked earlier will have no USB A ports. Not not even one. Not even one. I I just can't imagine Apple introducing a new laptop that would be in the kind of the lower end of of cost and it had USB-A ports on it. I think Apple really wants everyone to move to USB-C. I think they really would like that to happen because they've made some interesting decisions about how their products have been going, including if they put USB-C on the iPad Pro. That like, okay, like they're making some, that would be a very interesting thing. It would super surprise me if they were like, oh, we've taken the iPad Pro we put USB-C on it and the new laptop has USB-A ports on it as well. I, I just don't see it happening because I also expect that this laptop will be super thin, super light, you know, and will not have any, well, like, what's it going to charge with, right? So it will charge by USB-C, so I expect that it will have one or maybe two USB-C ports on it, no USB-A ports. I... What gives me pause is the idea that a product line that obviously still sells into education to a certain degree is um, if you don't put a USB-A port on it, you are saying that it may be nine ninety nine, but the effective price is greater because you will have to buy adapters for it. I will but, say, do you think that do you think that they would change that product? Like, they would add USB-A to that product for that reason. Like, I know that that is a good reason, but do you think that Apple would, would make that decision? No, I was about to say that I think um, Apple selling... Today's Apple selling a product for nine ninety nine that essentially requires an investment in uh, several dongles that cost a lot of money to raise the price to buy $100 or so is very much in line oh, with okay. their strategy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like nine ninety nine if you don't have Students old, can go to Dongletown, too. <laughs> Everyone can go to Dongletown. So, yeah, I, I think that it will be USB-C only. I, I think that's kind of where they're going to go with it. I don't think they're going to introduce any other type of charging connector. I think that it's going to be that, I, all that way. So I, I didn't have this on my list only because I'm a little I'm, – I'm torn between Apple being forcefully um, – in favor of sticking USB-C on everything and Apple realizing that some people have USB-A devices and they don't want to buy dongles because I part of me wants to say that Apple is just fully committed here and they just, you know, look, we're we're here for the future and you can adapt your old devices if you want, but we're not going to worry about it. But then again, the brand new iMac Pro shipped with a bunch of yeah. USB-A ports on like the back. 17. I do. Can I tell a quick story? Yeah. So Apple had the iMac, right? Uh, we all know that machine, and they got rid of all the legacy ports, USB or GTFO. Yep. That was actually the internal marketing I heard. It's not true. Um, <laughs> but then they had the Power Mac G3, similar case, like the blue color, translucent plastic, mm-hmm. and that machine shipped with a single ADB port on the back. It did. And uh, 
people used it for various things. The big reason, the reason I think it was there, I think Jason, you and I agree on this, is that there was a lot of software that required like a hardware. Uh, there was copy protection. Yeah, there so were like, ADB dongles right. that didn't take you to any sort of town at all. They just let Copyright you run your town. software. <laughs> yeah, it was DRM town. Yeah. Is where it took you to. so, if, so if you were really cool, that's a town. If you were a cool high school it's, kid, actually, it's the prison that's outside of Dongle Town. Is the, it's DRM. It's the DRM correctional facility. Yeah, yeah. So if you were a cool kid like me in high school and used Cork Express for fun, you had to have that thing plugged in. So I think about that. But Apple did the opposite with the MacBook Pro, right? The the new machine that people like us use to like do a live podcast, we gotta have dongles or new cables. Yeah. And so like this is a, a a time where like the past doesn't really give us a lot of insight, I don't think. Except that Apple is willing to break these boundaries sometimes. And I won't share what I think about your pick yet, but I do think that, you know, Apple has blurred the lines between the old and new when it feels like there's a, a good enough use case. So Okay. So, with my next pick, I'm going to go with um, another product that we haven't really talked about yet in terms of our picks. But I, again, partly I want to spread it around a little bit here. And partly I feel like this is Apple's last shot to do their product updates before uh, the holidays. And the holiday quarter is the big quarter for Apple. It, you know, not, not all the products you think of as something that you find under the tree but the fact is they want them out there they know a lot of people come into apple stores they buy a lot of stuff having the new stuff in the apple stores is a good thing for them and so even though it there are no rumors that this will be particularly exciting it's good timing for apple to update the iMacs with new new iMac models i don't expect that they'll be particularly radical i expect they'll maybe just be some new processors but i do think it's time to do new iMacs, just a refresh. It's super boring, but it's important to Apple's business. They do sell iMacs. Um, it is, I think, a product that people buy for the family and put in the house. And so I feel like they, it's time to update those those iMacs. Is there a particularly compelling chip that should go in these iMacs? Steven? I'm calling on Steven, <laughs> yeah. who's raised his yeah. hand. So the the iMacs use similar class processors to the MacBook Pro, so we could see something like a six core iMac, totally the way the twenty seven inch is built now. The question I have about that is like that's the stock Intel part that could do a lower core count if they feel like it competes with the iMac Pro. Any. I think that's but the I think I think maybe it'll be uh, that the, that twenty seven inch Retina is six core, and you know there are a lot of people who use an iMac for professional stuff but don't want to drop the money for an iMac Pro, so like maybe this is a middle ground somewhere. But I do think the core count will increase, at least on the high end. Okay. And you'll have to pay a lot extra for the six-core iMac, so you'll get... Well, you know, we say that, but then the MacBook Pro did it by default, so who knows? Yeah, who knows? That's right. But anyway, I just it feels like it's time, and I know that's a boring thing, but just kind of spread it around that, that, that I, I want to believe that this won't just be about um, a couple of models, that they're going to they're gonna give the Mac some love and if they do that, they're going to talk about laptops and they're going to mention iMacs at least. I don't expect it to be a, a big thing, but I, I would hope that they'll mention. There's definitely a good chance that this could be like a press release afterward yeah. and then I'll be sad. But I hope mm. that it's more than that. This My next pick is one that I'm surprised we've let get to round six, uh, which is that Face ID will work both horizontally and vertically on the new iPad Pro. Yeah, I, was, I was leaving that. I felt like I would be booed if I picked the two most easy features of that iPad Sick Pro. Burn. So. I'm not really sure how to take that. 
But anyway, uh, I I think that this. No, it's a good pick. It's a very good pick. If there's going to be again, there's going to be face ID. We assume there's going to be one camera module, probably. They somehow have to make this work. Like you can't have just one orientation on the iPad because the iPad is a four orientation product. Really, like you can hold it in any way. We're assuming that they're probably going to have two, right? That you'll be one vertical, one horizontal to make it work. That is the bare minimum that they need to do to stop this from being a, wouldn't it be nice to have Face ID on the iPad to, I hate this. Like if it was just portrait, right? Like if Face ID just worked in portrait, it would get old very quickly. Well, imagine everybody with their keyboards attached who are suddenly lifting <laughs> them up like this and putting them back down. <laughs> That would be terrible. Although I will say, all the rumors suggest that this will be a two-orientation thing where, where they figured out a way through different sensors or through different software so that they can see your face. And I think Face ID on the iPad will be great. Ever since this rumor started, I've been in those moments where I'm sitting on my iPad and it brings up the Touch ID, and I think, oh, man, like I'm, my face is already here. Uh, this would be over. <laughs> <laughs> And so I'm really looking forward to it. But I, I also started to envision the, like, why isn't it working? Why isn't it working? Oh, I got to turn it the other way. Like, yeah, I'm not I, – I'm not, and, and how do you – can you visually orient on that? Can you say, oh, I'm not holding it in the right way? You used to be, <laughs> with the current model, you can say, like, which side's the home button on? But there's not going to be a home button. So – I, I'm worried about the usability of that, which is not to say that I don't think they won't they, that they won't say there are only two orientations. But I'm really worried that that's going to frustrate people. I think it will be harder in portrait than landscape. I think lots of people use at least some kind of cover, some kind typically Apple cover, right? And they will help you when you're in landscape to have some kind of orientation to it. I got a conspiracy theory. All right, what if um, what if you can't rotate to the other two orientations? Oh, right. So they. What if what if the up is always up for you're either in in up landscape or up portrait and yeah. the other two orientations it just won't go because it can't see your face. I mean, what a yeah. boring conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> Because there are lizard people. Yeah, yeah. The no, lizard. Wait, wait, Alex, you don't know who you is behind it. it. <laughs> Uh, right, I, I just in the idea that Apple. What if Apple like totally breaks our idea that oh you can just hold this in any orientation? It's like nope, you can't. Because I'm not going to even rotate that it direction. It won't be as helpful anymore to be able to hold it in, in all our well, four orientations. Well, right now the home button makes a difference, but if yeah. it's literally the same in all directions and it doesn't matter, then that could be the way that they set that off. I think is just mm. to refuse to rotate in a couple of directions. By the way. I didn't pick this. I'm not going to pick this because I don't believe it's going to happen. It's just my wish. But when they do this mythical iPad Pro with USB-C, um, I would really love it if they would take that Apple logo and like rotate it and say this is a horizontal product yeah. primarily, yeah, the iPad too. Pro. I don't think they'll do it, but I would love to see that. Or it be on a little swivel. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a spinner. You can just spin it. It's an LED. It's an OLED logo that uh, turns... The RGB rotates with you. You can max it out like a PC. It'd be great. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. Uh, okay, so let's go over to the Draftcasters, uh, Alex and Steven, for their opinions of rounds five and six. I mean, I think the 
pick of basically having a we're I'm gonna call it the bipad of just having two different orientations. Alex is if, easy one. Alex, that's brilliant. I, I know that's why I said right? it. Like, like that's very good. If they do that, we can all remember we were all together mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. that Thank that you. name was coined. Very good. But one thing I want to be cl- clear on so it with the AirPad or Air what are these? AirPods? The pods. AirPods. Do you get a point if they're just new? Not if there's a new case or anything? It has to be at a least new a new feature. feature. Okay. Mm, cowards. All right. <laughs> just something new? All right. Yeah. yeah. It's broad. Yeah. It's real broad. Really, really playing right. to win. Not so in- I don't think that mm. a new case counts as a new feature. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that is, if that is the, the case. If the case is yeah. wireless charging... Is the adjudicator? I would say that's a new feature. No, we we have a separate. Uh, is that a separate? A pick? separate pick. So this yeah. for the this case. excludes uh, just a, uh, just a new like case. AirPods. Same old AirPods. Yeah. Wow. The, Who's yeah. a coward now? We. Well. <laughs> <laughs> You're a coward. <laughs> this is harsh. You started it. I don't. Yeah, like the AirPods. Uh, I agree with you all. It seems like something that could happen any time, right? It could just be like whenever. Uh, so that I I feel is is pretty risky that it would be now, except for the holidays. That's that's the one yep. little voice in the back of my mind mm-hmm. saying holiday buyers, and it's a really small voice. Jason <laughs> was right. <laughs> Jason wins again. <laughs> so I, I guess we'll see. Uh, so the the USB A thing, I think for this to be. I think if, if they are really building a computer and they, they have sat down and they've understood the needs of schools and students and consumers, I think it will have a USB-A port on it. I think, they, I think Apple can go down that road if they are convinced that that's what those people need. And so I'm not going to be shocked if it doesn't, but if it has one, I would be happy. I think that that means they're listening to those types of users. And I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on that hmm. uh, until I'm proven otherwise. Okay. And, and that may be foolish, but I, I just feel optimistic that they are taking the time to get this right. And so, I th- and I think uh, the USB-A port is part of that. Um, and as far as the other stuff, IMAX, it's it's time. It's it's been a while. Uh, some the so I'm in the chat room as well, and the chat room's talking about well, would it have the T2 and the fast SSDs? And like, I, I don't know. Uh, and that's you know. This is just a mention, so I mean, it's, it's a different question, I think. But um, I think it's definitely time for the iMac, especially because that Intel chipset's been out for a while. Apple's had time for like the iMac intern to figure out how to put it in there. So. <laughs> I think that I think that's he was really- looking for the CD slot for a while, but he yeah, gave it go. <laughs> Got uh, suction cups. That feels that feels like something that could happen for sure. I like that pick. So we're going to round seven, the penultimate pick. Jason Snell, what do you got? I'm going to do another Apple presentation pick here and say that I predict that in a video, uh, either introducing or during the presentation, Apple will somehow reference the fact that there were many different Apple logos drawn by people that were sent out for the invitation. So I'm basically making the art used in invitations leads into something, a story of some kind, or even just a montage in uh, the presentation so that all those 300 pieces of art will get shown in some other way. They might explain it. They might not say where they came from. I think that's maybe a different pick, but that they'll use them uh, in some way because they want to extend the theme. It feels like a mic pick. It does. Mm. 
Just like something I'm. Well, did you just with. insult yourself to insult me? Did you go through <laughs> yourself <laughs> to insult me? Everyone or, or else you, is. Or I might as well join me. in. All right. Uh, Hashtag Mike was right. <laughs> well, you would be right. Uh, I, I, I get it. Like I totally, especially if they, it, this was made in, like, if this, this stuff was made in Photoshop, right? Like, and then or, they were like, "Oh, look. I don't think made in Photoshop, but I think drawn on iPad with Apple Pencil is going to yeah. be the story." Yeah, no matter how it was done, right? Okay, I see that. I can see it. Um, but I, I don't and know. It, they were all drawn by Spinal Tap. <laughs> <laughs> Um, What's your pick, Mike? I think we're going to see some other app debut for the iPad from another major company. That it won't just be Adobe. Um, you know, every presentation has app demos of some description, whether it's games or AR stuff. Like, there's always something to show this, you know, here's this medical thing that you're never going to use, but... <laughs> Is really but good. Where they were slicing the knee open with the Apple Pencil. That was one of the worst. I felt physically oh. ill. Of any present. It was terrible. Awful. Um, and, and I think that, that there will be some other company that comes on stage to talk about their new app that they've got, which is going to be a big deal for X or Y reason. Or here is this company that you know and love who make this product that you know and love on other platforms. And they also are going to be bringing a version of this application to the iPad. And it's going to be amazing. What do you mean by major company? Because that's one component of this is big app debut from major company. So what's a big app Let's debut and what's a, a major company? company that we're all familiar with. Like, it's, you know, it, that it's going to be a company that comes on stage and you're like, they have a history of doing stuff. So it's not going to be like super awesome games and you're going to be like, oh, you played that game that one time. Not a game. Them? This is not a game. Okay, this, is a, game. this is an application from a, like, a well-known company. Like FileMaker? Like FileMaker. <laughs> <laughs> Bento I, is back. This oh. is gonna. This will be one of those ones we'll have to discuss to agree on. If you know, because of like what will. But I feel like we'll just we will be able to come to an agreement on like we can't pretend we don't know who this company is because we both use their software already on the Mac or whatever. All right. Last pick. Whew, well, I did my wacky pick there in seven. You called me on it. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go with another iPad pick, and it is um, been rumored, and I think there might be more to this, but I'm going to go with a uh, 4K external display port or external display support on the iPad, which implies USB-C, and it might even be one of the reasons they're doing it is they want to be able to drive 4K. It would mean that you could play a 4K HDR video out by a cable to a 4k tv and it would play there um there you know without touchscreens, it's just either mirroring or an external presentation display on ios right now which is part of the frustration of this whole USB-C conversation is there's so much that they could do with it but ios won't do anything with it at least not yet but i feel like they're going in a direction here with the ipad pro and with USB-C that includes that um you know, they have more power with USB-C, I think, to do things like drive video. I think also to drive uh, external devices that the, literally more power coming out of the port than they can do on Lightning. And that that'll be good if you are running anything that's a self-powered device. But for this pick, I think I, I want to believe that there will be external, you know, really big monitor support right out. You'll be able to just connect it in USB-C and the 4K monitor will light up with whatever the iPad wants to project. I really struggle with this one because 
if it's just this, right, like just on the surface of it, that you can run on 4K external display, and you're right. I just there's so many questions, and I can't really work out what problem this is solving that Apple don't already have perfectly fine ways of doing. Like, we added a USB-C port so you didn't need a dongle anymore. Seems like a really weird thing to do, right? Like, it's just it seems like a very strange, like, oh, we completely changed this part of the product just so you can plug into a presentation yeah, more easily. What if it was... Um, we are introducing a video editor or we updated iMovie for I iOS. Mean, yeah, like that, and you that's can, a great And reason. you can plug it into a 4K TV and do your edits here while you see it output there. It'd be great. But like, then they're like, where does the iPad go? I, I agree. I think one of the mysteries of this rumor is at? what story are they telling around this? Because yeah. like we always talk about on this podcast, Apple events are storytelling Events. They, yeah. they are Apple is selling their products, but they want to weave their little story about why they're important and why that tech feature actually means something to you mm-hmm. as a human being who's going to buy their product. And what's the story behind USB C? And there's got to be one, right? Like it can't just be well USB C is better, so we're using that now. Although they might do that, but I, I would like there to be more. And it could be something as simple as look at this. We can do 4K video now, and you can. You know, you can preview it. You can edit your 4K video from your that you shot on your iPhone or that you shot on your iPad's new 4K video capable camera. Presumably, uh, you can edit that. Who laughed? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm done. And uh, I said she would judge us. I guess I was yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and then you can edit that and preview it externally on a 4K display. That that might be a story they could tell. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I'm I'm intrigued to see I also to, have to another boring one. conspiracy theory here, but I'm gonna save that for later. Okay, great. Um so this is my final pick. Now I have in the past made some really bad decisions at final pick time. It's true. So I'm gonna go with something that I think is likely is but it you know, it's boring. This is a boring pick. Oh Mike, no, you don't wanna do this. Oh no, I you do. wanna win. You wanna you wanna tie. You wanna tie for the year, don't I you? I think there will be some some kind of promotion for the iPhone XR on stage. That oh. There will be a video which shows it going on sale, or they will, you know, they will mention Tim will mention it like, oh, we just, you know, just had the iPhone XR. Go I was on just sale down at the Brooklyn store, yeah, and, and they're they selling of lots colors. of iPhone XRs. It's just, it, you know, it is the second working day after it goes on sale because right? it goes on sale Friday. The events on Tuesday. Apple, I think, are going to try and make a really big deal out of this. I think this is something that they want to be a big success for many reasons. I think this just feels like a logical thing they would do. Like, I think any product if that that would go on sale, if they have an event the next week, they'll probably do something to mention it. I consider. I didn't even have this in my list. <laughs> All right. I think they're going to turn the page. I think it's going to be like onto new stuff. You're right. Sometimes they do bask in the in the glory they, of past accomplishments. They very frequently but... show a video of the last products going on sale, right? Like that is a thing that happens. Like they will do an event in October and they'll show people buying iPhones in September all around the world. I think that the 10R will be a big focus of that if they do it. All right. Okay. Drafcasters, what do you have to say? They're so... It's boring and controversial, which is a... I I admire you for that pick. When I first saw this list and saw the 4K iPad stuff. I thought that this was Mike and he had just like hit his head or snorted some <laughs> bath salts or something. But 
Now Jason... But it was me. I hit my head, Yeah, it's it's like a Freaky Friday situation up here. It's very strange. But now with the idea of like, yes, we need a narrative for this. And it's not just we're pulling people into the future with USB-C kicking and screaming. We're going to continue to be like, you can do real things on an iPad. I promise. However implausible, you can do them. (laughs) How about you, Steven? I think there's a world uh, that Apple does adds 4K support, and there's not a story. It's just, hey, you have a 4K TV, and people plug things into TVs. This seems great. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think... And you can literally, you can take your great 4K HDR movie yeah. from iTunes, and I if don't... you don't have an Apple TV, guess what? You just plug it in and go play, and it plays. Right. I don't think it has to be a story. Like, it would be great. Like, hey, iMovie can use it as a second monitor. You can preview. Like, that stuff would be cool, and they should do those things. But I don't know if that is required to get in the door on this, uh, especially if they're moving to USB-C for bigger reasons they explain. And this is like, oh, and this also gets us this other thing. Do you think that this functionality could be enabled and they just do not mention it on stage? Yeah. I mean, small feet, you know, uh, Dan always does this on Six Colors. I love these posts where he like goes through the Apple website and he's like, these are 92 things that Apple didn't say but happened today. And like, I love reading through that list because like, oh, all this stuff is true. Yeah, those are the draft killers. That's yeah. the list of the draft yeah. killers. And, and so, that's a great band name, the Draft Killers. It's I just like a killers that. cover band. Yeah. They, 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 get, they drink a lot of beer before they go on stage. <laughs> so I mean, who, who knows? I do think that if they do USB C, they should do this. So I like it from that perspective, but I just don't know if I buy into the idea that it has to be a giant part of the keynote, especially if they're. Well, they're I'm not predicting spend. giant part. I'm predicting literally. The, uh, I think there yeah. may be. If I had to predict, I'd predict there will literally be a moment where if Mike and I were together, we would high five. Where it'll be like we announced USB C on the iPad Pro, and look, it does 4K video, and yeah. it's like okay, so we each got after. a point there, and <laughs> that's, that's fine. These other things. <laughs> I actually don't have a problem with your first one, Jason, about art being included. Apple has become much more artistic in their events the last several years. You know, they have all this. The Chicago event was entirely beautiful. handwritten and beautiful, yeah. and it was it started in the invitations and extended all the way right. through the presentation. But even at WBDC, you know, the banners that are on the outside of the building, like that's just, that stuff has just kind of filtered out to everything during these events. So I I expect I agree. Did you agree with you, Jason? I expect to see that stuff. Uh, even if it's just like sort of the Apple logos are like flipping around before Tim comes on, like a you know screensaver on the projector or something. I think that stuff will be there. Uh, I don't know what Mike is thinking about either of his. Like, I don't know how you define a big app from a major company because I'm thinking Very about easily. Mac apps, Mac apps from third parties that this iPad would unlock. Like, what is on that list? BB Edit. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mars Edit. That I would. FileMaker. No. FileMaker. I want this to happen so badly because I don't think that the two of you will be able to decide what is a quote big company. Oh, I and know. We'll have to decide. I, no, big, I, I don't think Steven's going let, to know parse, either. Let's yeah. parse the official wording here because mm-hmm. Mike and I will probably do it. Big. <laughs> it's demo of another big app debut. Mm-hmm. And not a game. From oh, a major a company and not a game. Well, is Why it a debut? Why do I enjoy doing these drops? <laughs> <laughs> Right, like what do the like seriously, like what is in that like I'm really trying to think. Like what is in that Fork category? Fork Express? Yes. Uh there's not like I mean I was thinking, okay, like you have Adobe, their stuff's there. Um and you've said that this is not Photoshop. 
Yep. Right. Or is it separate from a Photoshop pick? Office is on the iPad. It's really good. Like I just, I just don't know what's in that category. I like it for it to be right because like the iPad, if Apple's making the iPad more powerful and Photoshop is there, like, you know what it could Apple be? Apple needs more stuff. I, I know what it could be. Like, um, Autodesk said that they're pulling their stuff off of the iPad, right? I want, they, it could be something like that, where they're like, actually, this new iPad Pro is so amazing, and the new pencil is so amazing that we're gonna we're gonna bring back like, 3D um, modeling support or you know, something like Procreate that. Procreate could have a new app. Pixelmator could have a new app. Like they would both count. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I guess we'll see. Hmm. I, I just um, I worry about that as a pick. That's what I'm saying. What about Apple? What if Apple have a new app? We'll probably say no, right? So that that was, no, there's a separate item that was new new Apple built app for the iPad. Yeah. Um, that you know is possible. I I keep thinking with an iPad Pro that at some point they are going to say, here's Final Cut Pro for iPad, and it's not just iMovie, or here's you know logic for iPad, and it's great. That would be great, but I I don't think this is the time, but it could be. Yeah, and to round this out, I think if Apple does promotion of iPhones, it'll just be like 10R, 10S, all kind of mixed together. Like, hey, it's new iPhone season. People are running around Apple Store screaming, like sort of a more generic iPhone launch. I, I just don't know if they would call it the 10R specifically. It doesn't need to be. Like I said, they mention it. I get the point. It's true. If they just talk about all the iPhones and they talk about the 10S and the 10S Max and the 10R, it's a point for Mike. There you go. <laughs> that's that's all I care about, ladies and gentlemen. Mike, you've really laid the groundwork for like a technical win. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not fully uh, right. We're in the end game here. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? like I have to. It's I like have very the, clearly the letter of the pick and like the intention of the pick. Look, we got so many great choices here that we didn't pick because they would be entertaining, but they would threaten the uh, sanctity of the draft. Well, thankfully, we have one last section. We do. We're going to talk about a few of those. But before we do, let me thank our final sponsor of this episode, and that is Instabug. Instabug is a lightweight SDK that provides more than 20,000 companies with bug and crash reports from users and testers, helping them improve app quality and iterate faster. Let's say you finish developing your app and you want to test it. When you distribute, you'll need to deal with tons and tons of feedback, which sometimes your users won't give you enough data for. Instabug has super intuitive bug and crash reporting solutions. Their SDK streamlines bug reporting. When users find a bug, they can shake their phone, probably in frustration, and Instabug will pop up with a screenshot. Users can draw on that screenshot and hit send, and it will be sent right to you. Very simple. You will also, as the developer, get... A bunch of detail reports on your dashboard with complete device details and network logs and the visual steps the user has taken so you can reproduce the bug yourself. As for crash reports, they're all sent to you automatically along with a complete stack trace so you will know which line is causing your app to to crash. This is all done from the app that's being sent out with zero interruption to the user experience. Instabug have a great offer for listeners of this show. You can get a free Instabug t-shirt with their motto, I squash bugs for a living, when you sign up and integrate with their SDK, which is totally free to integrate with no credit cards required to check it out. So go to instabug.com slash upgrade. That is instabug.com slash upgrade. Go there now and get that cool shirt. But act fast. This offer is only valid until the 30th of October. Our thanks to Instabug for their support of this show and Relay FM. All right, Jason, so what else 
did you have on your kind of short list that you wanted to that you were thinking might make it into your draft picks? So I had a couple keyboard related things that I didn't choose because I think I already with the smart connector I've really revealed that I have no idea what Apple's keyboard strategy is for this thing. I assume there will be one. I have a hard time believing there will be no smart connector of any kind and Apple's going to be like, "Yeah, that was really great, but we give up on the smart covers like the smart keyboard like we're we're just not going to do it anymore sorry see you later because it's like the defining feature of the ipad pro Mm -hmm. along with the pencil those are the two key things so they have to attach somehow i think i don't think they're going to say well we're just going to use bluetooth don't worry about it so um that would be a real uh, that would be a real step back yeah i i just can't believe that they're going to do it so i had two that i kept on my list, and I kept looking at them and looking at them, and I just couldn't pick either of them. And one of them is the boring and simple pick, which is a new kind of smart keyboard, a lot like the one we've got, but new. Um, the argument there, it's so boring. It's like, hey, these will be slightly different sizes, and therefore the keyboard will be slightly different. Yay, what a pick. Everybody's <laughs> excited. My one that I really wanted to pick, but I don't think will happen because I want it so much that I think Apple won't give it to me, is... Um, the how do we how do we phrase it? Apple built laptop shell for iPad Pro includes keyboard. And the idea there is that that you will have it. It'll be a keyboard and a back shell. You pop it on. Uh, it uses that new weird connector that we don't know what it's for. And your iPad Pro is a laptop when you want it to be like the bridge keyboard that I use a lot of the time that sort of turns my iPad into a keyboard, but Apple designed, built in concert with the new iPad Pro design so that it, that it was always intended to be a part of the product if you wanted it to be, and then you can just pop it off and go about your tablet business. I really want that to happen. I feel like this could be a time where they, they could do that, um, but I want it too much for me to believe that it's anything but wish casting. So... Th- I have like three that were on my list that are all related to the Mac Mini. I don't know why <laughs> I seem to care about this so much. Are you okay? I don't know. Uh, jet lag. I am um, Pro Focus. I think will be one. Like, who are they selling this product to? I, I think that the old market for the Mac Mini doesn't exist anymore. I think that that market has been taken over with laptops. Talk about a hard pick to judge. Is, yeah. has a pro focus. Exactly. We, we, well, this we, was one of the reasons I didn't pick it. It's like it. it it's, oh, the arguments. It's, it's, if it's, it's in very, space, it's very great. It's pro. That's all yeah. it takes. Yeah, That's we, <laughs> we want to keep doing this show, so we. Yeah. You know, that was. But good you know, like you it, the way it. that they will maybe they'll talk about like who uses the device, what it should be used for, or maybe just the hardware. Maybe it's more oh, yeah. expensive. It has more powerful chips in it. You know, like it seems to be out of whack for what the product is like being in the past, which is, ah, just plug it into your Windows setup and you have a Mac now. Like, you know, I, I think that it's going to change from that because I don't think the Mac Mini is really a thing that people want in that way anymore. I think people just buy laptops or they buy iPads. I don't think that that old idea of the Mac Mini really exists anymore. Um, one that you put in, which I do really like, and it would be a shame if they didn't do something like this, that the new Mac Mini is radically smaller than the old model. That, that it is closer maybe to an Apple TV in design than the old Mac Minis. That would be really cool and would make this product desirable for many more people. My, my theory about this, because I listen to, um, especially ATP talks about this, and they're like, oh, it doesn't need to get that much smaller. It's not that big a deal. And I agree with them, and yet I feel like for Apple to care about the Mac Mini, Apple needs to be proud of the Mac Mini, and they need to be proud of how they're using it to redefine something. And 
having it be radically smaller, even though, yeah, there are very small PCs. Intel's got those little nooks that are just like the size of an Apple TV practically. But for Apple to go out and boast, like, look how much more mini it is, right. I feel like is would be a driving factor potentially in the, the hardware design Mac of that ever. product. And they could make it really small. It doesn't have to be as small as an Apple TV, but it could be a lot smaller because the current mini design is really kind of still based on a having drive. a CD slot in it. Yep. Yeah, 100%. If you, if you take the – so the, when they went to the Unibuy design, they had one model that had an optical drive, and they ditched it. But it's like it's the same footprint. And there's definitely room to, to reinvent. Think about what they've done with the the MacBook line since, you know that that Mac Mini was designed. They can make those guts smaller, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then the other was that it would have a USB A port. I I feel like that the desktops can. I don't know why, but I feel like the desktops can keep USB A where the laptops aren't. When we did when we made our run of like port choices, I. I thought about talking about this, too, because I, I'm, again, of two minds of it. I think it's more likely that the new Mac Mini has a USB-A port. At the same time, um, if Apple designs the Mac Mini once every five years, um, do they put a USB-A port on it and have it hang out there for all that time? I would, because it's used. It, it, its whole purpose is to be a jack-of-all-trades. My Intel Nook has USB-C, and it has three USB-A ports. And I feel like that's in the spirit of that kind of little... Uh, little upstart, weird, uh, tiny PC is you want to have a bunch of different ports on it Mm because you don't even know how people are going to use it. But I was afraid to pick it because it's also Apple and they could crush our dreams. The most most depressing trip to Dongletown one can make is for a desktop, right? So like my iMac Pro, Mm -hmm. I've got just the right number of USB-C things and just the right number of USB-A things. Like I understand like I'm in a different environment. I'm plugging my laptop into a bunch of stuff. Like I don't love it, but I can deal with it. But if I'm buying a dongle that's going to be on my desk for five years, that just really makes me upset somehow, like deeply inside. And so um, USB-A forever is what I'm saying. I'm not actually saying that. USB-A for a little bit longer. <laughs> that's, the, that's not as like a strong as stance. What yeah. a good slogan. <laughs> <laughs> just hold on, little buddy. <laughs> is there anything else you wanted to mention, Jason? Yeah, I have two more that I want to mention really quickly. One of them is, this is the one that we were putting this list together earlier today, and I laughed out loud, and I said to Mike, this is the pick that will get me booed. Um, not the, again, And then you made a totally different pick that was also booable, which is the filling of the holes. Um, <laughs> it, it's a choice that I almost made, which is, um, new laptop has same butterfly keyboard. Uh, no, because it's going to though. Right, like, like it will. Like, hey, everybody, really exciting nine ninety nine laptop. It's awesome. It's got our awesome butterfly switches that everybody loves. Go, come and get it, everyone. People just leave the event. <laughs> I think it might happen. And I, then, I, I was thinking that this one would probably be really hard for the for draft scoring because I think that they would probably not talk about it one way or another, like in what? any. Like right. concrete. Don't terms. mention the keyboard. Or just be like, it has a it great has a keyboard. New keyboard, right? But it's like, what does that? You know, it's, I, it has I, a great it keyboard. Really hard, right? Because it, then we might have to do the research afterward and realize, well, actually, it is a butterfly keyboard, although it may not be the same, but it's similar. And they didn't mention it on stage, but they did well, mention like, the keyboard. Look what at what happened mean? with yeah. the last MacBook Pro, where they basically wouldn't talk about it, right. and then someone kind of found out, but no one's really 100% sure. I think it would be really telling if they launched a brand new laptop and just didn't mention the keyboard. It's got a great keyboard. It's got yeah. keys. It has a, yeah, there is definitely There's keys some. on it. It's great. Uh, and my other one is in the, in the boring conspiracy theory category, 
Um, I He's mentioned all conspiracy theories. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mentioned a uh, the 4K support for the iPad. Um, I was thinking there might be a larger 4K support story here, where the iPad Pro support, supports a, an external 4K monitor, where the new Mac Mini, which doesn't have a monitor because it's a Mac Mini, supports 4K video out, and Apple. Sorry, Mac Pro fans. Apple uses this moment with the release of the Mac Mini to release its own 4K Retina display. Isn't that mm. wacky? I think it might happen. I don't think it will happen, but I think it might happen. <laughs> I think it's possible that it could happen. because. And wouldn't that be great if John Syracuse was like, well, you got your Apple 4K display. Now buy a Mac buy Mini. Buy a Mac Mini. <laughs> <laughs> the Mac Mini needs a display. And the iPad Pro doesn't, but it could use it. The last one that I wanted to to mention because I'm just not sure how I feel about this one is that there may be some addressing of the business week thing. I don't I don't feel very confident about this. I don't think they're going to mention it. But I also thought it was an interesting thought at least. I wouldn't have picked it, but I thought, huh, maybe. But they won't, but maybe. I also think that it's possible somebody from the Brooklyn Academy of Music will appear on stage at some point, but I, I made my one stagecraft pick. I Is don't that need to make like another one. approved or not? And I just like walk out by accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's Joe the sound guy. Don't get off stage, Joe. No. They don't let anybody back there who's not from Apple. They don't. Brooklyn. The Brooklyn they'll be like up in the balcony is everybody from the Brooklyn Academy of Music. Hey. And that's Aww. it. So, ladies and gentlemen in the audience in Chicago and listeners at home, that is the draft. That is the full draft that we oh, are going to be submitting. We've got to live with these picks now. We're going to spend the next week looking back at this list and going, what were we doing? I knew what I was it doing. Was light. It was light. We were lost in the lights. Um, so, thank you to everyone for being here. Thanks for uh, I'll get to our guests in a moment. And again, uh, if you want to play along at home, there's there's a couple of great ways to do that. There'll be a couple of links in our show notes, which you can find in your podcast app of choice or at relay.fm slash upgrade slash 216. There'll be a PDF that you can uh, download and score in an app of your choice, or you can check out the interactive scorecard made by Zach Knox, and you can you can tick that off as you go. It's a great way to do it too. Um, I do want to thank our draft casters for joining us. I think this has been a, a, a wonderful experiment and something which has been very enjoyable, sometimes mean to me, but mostly enjoyable. Uh, Alex Cox of Dubai Friday and Roboism here on Relay FM. Uh, Alex is at Alex Cox uh, on Twitter. Thank you, Alex, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. And Stephen Hackett at ISMH on Twitter. He hosts many shows, uh, including Liftoff, which he hosts with Jason, and Connected, which he hosts with me, which is also going to be doing a live show in New York later this week, which I'm very excited about. Stephen also writes at 512pixels.net. Stephen, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having us. Um, And Jason, you're going to be in Brooklyn. Uh, How can people follow along with your coverage of uh, the event? You can go to sixcolors.com. You can follow Six Colors Event on Twitter, Um, although Twitter has refresh problems. But if you go to Six Colors, it'll be embedded there, and it should work. And then, of course, we will do an episode of Upgrade immediately following the event. I'm going to take mm-hmm. a subway to New York City to a studio and yep. talk to you about And I'm going to be in Canada, so that's the whole thing that's happening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this was one of those things where I did have to call my airline and say, can I move my flight, please? Because I have work to do. So I'm going to be in Toronto 
which is going to be very interesting. I'm really keen to see how that's going to go. Um, you can follow Jason. He is at Jasonel on Twitter. I am at imike, I-M-Y-K-E. Thanks again to our sponsors, Pingdom, Timing, and Instabug. Thank you all in person for joining us today. We really, really appreciate you coming out to see the show. And thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week. Until then, say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Oh, it really was everybody who said that. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs>